Welcome to Voices, a national award-winning podcast brought to you by the Seneca Valley School District. This is Jeff Krakoff. Today I'm with Megan Bonastali. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So as we are, we're going to talk, have a few segments on Voices podcast uh, titled The Season of Giving. And you are an art a pottery and ceramics teacher at the senior high school, correct? Correct, yeah. So tell us a little bit about, you know, we really want to focus on the Seneca Valley Foundation, a lot of the great work they do, and then even better yet, what are the benefits seen by our staff, our faculty, and our students? So tell me a little bit about what your needs were for pottery and ceramics. Well, um, last year, when everything was kind of up in the air from the the pandemic and where that was going to leave us. We were in the cohort model of having half students, half days. And there was this kind of looming presence of someday we're not going to be in school again. Mm -hmm. You could feel the shutdown coming. You, you didn't know when, but we definitely, we definitely knew that there was a chance we would not be able to come back in our doors. And back in the spring, what, March of 2020, when mm -hmm. everything shut down initially, um, I mean, my course is all hands-on. You have to be in the studio. You can't take your piece home and work on it and bring it back and work on it. You need the equipment. You need ways to care for your clay. It's, um, it's well, not impossible because we found out that <laughs> there are ways to make it possible, but it's very difficult to have any kind of ceramic or clay experience when you can't visit a studio. And um, so those couple weeks at the end of 2020, I pretty much had to work instead of in clay, I had to work with art history and art theory, starting with a clay concept or um uh, way of working in clay and then working through to how we can look at that as a philosophy of art or life and how you can use creative exercises to come up with with creative artistic solutions that didn't involve clay so it was more of a theory class okay which was really sad and hard <laughs> because not that that's not useful and you know, for an art nerd like me, super fun, but for students that took a class where they're going to get to play in the dirt, essentially, and see the magic of what happens when you let your clay dry, put mm -hmm. it through a kiln and put glaze on it, they were missing so much of that. Sure. Um, and I didn't want that to happen again. So my whole beginning of our semester last year, all I could think of is what can I send home with them in case we get shut down? And, you know, everything costs money, right? <laughs> and so I have a clay, you know, I'm well provided for, I'm supported so well at the school. Um, I always say that art is a necessity. Uh, ceramic experience is more of a, um, it's, it's a luxury because it does take very specialized equipment. And um, so I was trying to think of, what could I send home with them that would be, wouldn't take up too much space, would be usable. I'm looking around at dollar stores, trying to figure out what I could get. And at the end of the day, I was going to foot the bill myself because we can't hold any of our budget over. And um, a coworker of mine who sat on the board, he may still be on the board, Dean Walker um, of the foundation came by one day and he's like, Megan, you know, 
you could ask the foundation for help. And I was like, tell me more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because I've worked with um, the foundation through, uh, I run our National Honor Society here. So I've, I've worked with them in the sense that uh, they run certain events and I have kids that help support things. Um, and National Honor Society has made donations to them in the past um, from our you know kitty that we build up over the year. But I've never thought, anything and then I was like well this is gonna get costly I had 88 students which is low for me but everything mm-hmm. you know pandemic and bizarre and so um I figured out that I'd need math and math doesn't always work in my head but I think I needed like 14 to 18 dollars per student and so I came up with a number and I I sent an email just asking what are the steps if I was going to request this and basically that was the step they said well what are you going to use it for what do you need I sent them pictures I made a little powerpoint and I got approved and without it I'd be either like a thousand dollars less right (laughs) myself because you know you do what you do for your kids I don't know if people realize how often teachers do buy things out of their own pocket to bring into the classroom, but th- this is even a step above that. What, what what kinds of things, I'm curious, were you purchasing with the help from the foundation and, and sending home? Yeah, so uh, clay, I was covered, had that, um, but you need, so you need a space, you need tools to be able to make things easily, you need water, you need a sponge. So dollar store found a bucket that would be strong enough I um so each kit included a bucket some dowel rods that of different sizes two sets of dowel rods um which you can get a pack of of I think 10 which would make five sets for I don't know six dollars or something so I got Mm -hmm. several sets out of a pack but I needed different sizes because you you use a rolling pin and if you roll against your dowel rods it keeps your clay from getting thinner. So it's not like if you're, if you ever rolled cookie dough mm-hmm. and you get frustrated, like, why can't I get it even? Well, if you put dowel rods in between where your rolling pin hits, your dough will never get thinner than what you're hitting against. Got so it. It, it's like a slab roller. Um, so you have high quality pieces. Okay. And so it had those, it had, um, you need this thing called a needle tool. So um, I used kebab skewers that worked for that, nice little sharp pieces of wood, a fettling knife. That was the most expensive thing. It's a very specialized knife. They were like, wait, you're sending knives home with the kids? (laughs) But they're dull knives um, meant just for clay. But those are specialized. You you can't use a butter knife. It's not going to work correctly. Um, So I put all this stuff in there, a sponge, a little thing to make slip with, which is clay mixed with water it allows you to stick your stuff together and um they had this bucket and they took it home and i said you may never have to use it but you may and you'll want it (laughs) and so they just had to i was gonna say it sounds like you spent a lot of time doing your shopping figuring out how do i get a great deal getting the right kinds of items where the students could could do something fun and worthwhile and and experience art. Tell, tell me what, how did this impact you, the donation from the foundation? I guess, how did it impact you and how did it impact the students? Um, well, I, it impacted me that it gave me hope. <laughs> um, 
because it it gave me hope that I I wouldn't have to have a situation where my students couldn't do any part of what they signed up to do. And that really like that got me back in the spring. Not that Seneca wouldn't have or I wouldn't have been able to provide, but at the at the beginning of the pandemic, just exchanging materials and things like that was more than we were kind of permitted to make happen in certain ways. It was um so I, you know, I was able to make it all happen. Um, I actually, to make dowel rods big enough to be rolling pins, the cheapest thing I could find was the handle to a plunger at the dollar store. It was the best piece of wood that would only cost me a dollar. And so I like was rolling 88 plungers out of the dollar store at one point, And I got some funny looks and <laughs> People probably wonder what kind of a situation do you have at home? Yeah, exactly. And I got some comments and some looks and, okay. but it was fun. But um, yeah. And then the kids, they got to use clay. I mean, some, you don't know what you're sending things home in. And I told them if it doesn't work for your household, there will always be a writing assignment that you can do instead mm -hmm. because I'm not going to force them times were stressful enough. If, if that was going to be a barrier to them enjoying the experience, they could do a written assignment, which I think I had maybe five kids out of the 88 that chose that. The rest of them, you know, we, we got three projects in like the six week time frame. I think that we were pretty much out of school and um, I was really pleasantly surprised. So none of that could have happened without the money from the foundation to get that stuff home in our now, kids' houses. Now, if you weren't aware of the foundation as a resource or didn't have that money, what, what would have happened? My husband would have probably been a little annoyed because I probably, I would have done it on my own because I just, I couldn't imagine a situation where I, I could let that not happen, especially with how stressful things were yeah. and how everything was too sad so i was like i, I would have made it happen but i i would i would have taken some heat for it at home <laughs> so what what kind of feedback did you get from students and or parents about the experience because this is a, a unique kind of an innovative innovative way of doing hands-on activities at home it was um i mostly positive you know i didn't get any complaints which was good no no parents saying why did you know you send this messy stuff home and it ruined my rug i didn't mm -hmm, get any mm -hmm. of that um and the kids were like we're grateful i think they were just really grateful to be able to take stuff home well that sounds great so what what should parents students teachers everybody in the community know about the uh, Seneca Valley Foundation that maybe they don't know about? That if you, you can, anyone can ask. And if you, you know, you know, have a need, they do what they can to, to help, which is a big relief. Um, and I know they've helped in a lot of other ways. They, they provided a lot as far as I think food resources and things like that. When uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, they help all classes across the campus get supplies that they need for special projects. Um, and, you know, it never hurts to ask and they don't like to say no. So if you have a good thing and, and you need some help, they, they, to my understanding, they do what they can to find a way, or if they can't take care of it all, they're, they're going to find a way to be helpful in some way.
All right. Well, well, that was a great story. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. Again, that was uh, Megan Bonastale, high school uh, pottery and ceramics teacher. Have, have a wonderful rest of the, the school term. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Nice All to meet you. All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.